This interview is made possible by my friends at Athens Screen Printing, HP Overhead Door Company, Speedy Tech Repair, Tinsley Law and Title, and Gibson Pharmacy. Their sponsorship allows me to provide free content to the community. Please say thank you by shopping these local businesses and by following each of their Facebook pages. Good morning, friends. This is Michael from Hannigan Media, and I am in the office of Henderson County Sheriff Bodie Hillhouse. How are you doing this morning, Sheriff? Doing great. How are you? I am doing amazing. It is a busy day for everybody, so we're going to get right into the, into the meat of the show today. And as always, we start with the stats. Yes, sir. Since we met last week, uh, the jail's booked in 90 individuals, 19 females, 71 males. Uh, our average still is 366 so far this year. We've got 372 in custody today, and 108 of those are contract inmates, either uh, Ice, Orange County, Rockwall, Marshalls, or Van Zandt County. All right. So how many of those are Orange County still? We've got 50. Still 50. So if you've got 50, and the reason I ask that because the ICE inmates are now coming, the Marshalls inmates, so that would, if even if you take out Orange County, you still have 58 yes. uh, contract inmates, which is a very high number for, for us. Yes, it is, and, and hopefully we, may, we reached out to the Marshalls again yesterday and told them the way our uh, population is sitting that we would, uh, you know, we contracted with them to hold 50. And basically told them that we're ready to, if they're whenever they're ready to let us have the other thirty to bring them on. So hopefully this week we'll, this week or next week, we'll get the other thirty of them. Yeah, that that's good news for that portion of the jail that's set aside to actually you know hold out a county inmates and make some money for the county. Yes, sir. The other part I heard in there real quick was um, sounded like the arrests were a little were back to normal. Two weeks ago we had a little dip there, yes. but it sounded like things were back to normal, not just for. 2020 in COVID numbers, but normal, normal numbers. 19. Yeah, I mean, it's what we usually hold or, or do every week. Yeah, it sounded very, very normal. Um, and part of that, we're gonna we're gonna jump ahead. I want to talk about um, the rain a little bit and, and some other things that are going on um, outside the norm. But unfortunately, one of the normal things for you is drugs. Yes. And um, you have, in the last two weeks, really taken quite a bit of methamphetamine off the street. Yes, our our guys and gals are still doing a really excellent, doing an excellent job. Last week, they made three different cases, and and we were able to get about 100 grams off the street in those cases. Um, Yesterday, narcotics investigators were working on a case and uh, made a traffic stop and was able to get another 100 grams off the street. Um, so she's currently in in jail here um, this morning, waiting waiting arraignment. Um, they're they're doing an excellent job, and and yeah, we've we've gotten over two hundred grams off in the last uh, in the last two weeks. So uh, that's that's a really big dent in the methamphetamine world here in Henderson County. Yeah, we, we talk about this a lot, and uh, you know, um, and I know a lot of our listeners are like me, and we've talked about this before, but you know, I don't deal with this on a daily, so I forget all the time. Um, so if we've got 200 grams, how many individual-like uses are we talking about with that? Depending on, uh, of course, 
how addicted they are and how much it takes to get them high. It's usually about an eighth of a gram, so you're talking about 1,600. So you're talking about 1,600 individual doses, uses, however you want to yes. say it, that, that have been taken off the streets in the last two weeks. That is that is a really huge, that's a huge number and a yes. big impact, I would think. Yes, it is, it is. Um, of course, what we always find is you get one and somebody else steps up, so we just can't give up. We just got to keep moving yeah, forward. Meth is like that. Um, while we're on the subject, just a, 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 it's actually a question that just popped into my head that I, that I don't know the answer to. Um, I know back in the 70s and 80s when uh, cocaine was such a big drug that one of the things you would do with cocaine, at least this is what I learned watching TV, <laughs> is that um, you cut it with other stuff to make it go yes. further. Is that the same thing that happens with meth? Yes, they they do do that. They'll uh, and and a lot of times, you know, when it comes from the cartels, and then it goes, uh, you know, a lot of times the cartels will cut it, and then it goes to uh, the dealers, and the dealers cut it again. Um, so yeah, they 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 do do that to make it go further to make more money. So it's even possible that we're saying it's probably a minimum of sixteen hundred. Right. Uses that could have been even more than that. That yes. that would have. That's that. Yeah. That's an that's a major impact. So how much? What's the what's the dollar value of of something like that? As someone who, um, you know, I'm I'm a big guy. So my idea of uh, my biggest vice are hamburgers. So <laughs> right. I know I can tell you how much a hamburger costs everywhere in town, but I can't tell you how much meth costs. <laughs> right, yeah. What we normally do, um, you know, it's, it's about a hundred dollars a gram. So you're looking at forty thousand bucks. Wow, that is that is really big. Yeah, that, that's a, that's that's big numbers, big numbers, and and you always want to see that. That's it's it's important, I think, and you've talked about this many many times with your um, zero tolerance policy to meth. Um, you talked very uh, many times about the fact that you know arresting the individual user with you know their personal amount is important just to let them know but it's these people that you really need to hit yes yes we need to hit these and stop them from distributing the methamphetamine uh, you know you've got to unfortunately we've got to get the user um, and then a lot of times uh, we interview the user and it leads up the chain. And that's where we want to go is, is up the chain to get the bigger amounts. Um, and for, um, look, I know some of our listeners, um, and I've talked to them before, talk a little bit about the fact that um, you, the entire justice system in the United States is kind of being looked at right now yes. and things like that. and. A lot of times, uh, some of these, especially as individual users or whatever, are a lot of times nonviolent type people, and a lot often they're victims themselves in a way. Right. Um, and so, you know, maybe there's a way differently to do this, but for the sheriff's office, that's not the question, right? For right. I mean, you're tasked with a specific job. It's not. I wouldn't think that it was your job to worry about those things. Your job would be worrying about enforcing the law. Yes, I mean, that's what we do is basically we start the process. We gather the evidence, we start the case, and then 
we bring the case to the prosecutor and it gets in the court system and then it goes from there um, you know Texas has been looking at different things um, a few years ago uh, if you have uh, less than a gram and it's your first time um, it's automatic probation uh, if you're convicted it's automatic probation let's try to get that individual some help right um, you know um, but if it's your second or third time then you know you, you, sure. you're looked at differently which I, I, I agree with but uh, but yes the the law enforcement side of it is we arrest them we jail them and that starts the process to go through court right you were you've got a specific role in the system in the process and, and that's your role yes and it's basically part of how the justice system is set up for checks and balances sure and it's important too because every time you and we've seen it more than once uh doing the podcast even during the time we've done the podcast you know that that arrest that you make on an individual user will lead to somebody else who will lead to somebody else yes. and there have been just in the past few months some really major arrests of really really bad people who are yes. selling a lot of drugs in Henderson County yes and that's the way that process works all right I, I you know I, I, I struggle with the fact because I know that our biggest problem in Henderson County is methamphetamine mm -hmm. um, and it leads to so many other things we've talked many many times before about back in the jail when you really look at it conservatively 80% of the people back there are there because of um, something related to a substance abuse issue 100% yes I mean and that's a real conservative number that's a real conservative number yeah uh, and so I understand where we're at and what the problem is um, and I just you know I really wish that somebody a lot smarter than me would come up with an answer yes that we could put into place um, but we don't have one right now and we have to keep on doing what we're doing we don't uh, we are seeing groups here in Henderson County pop up that are having success um, you know you've got the Grace House for Women over yes. on Cedar Creek Lake you've got uh, uh, Call to Recovery over in Eustis um, I think Rock Hill Baptist Church is actually overseeing that you've got Lila Lane here in Athens um, you know, there are groups here that are that are really trying to help, and uh, they're doing outstanding jobs. They have really good success rates at those programs. Um, a lot of it that hurts people really need to understand, too, is you can't force somebody to go get help and expect it to work. Um, a lot of times they have to hit rock bottom and actually want help. Now, I've seen it time and time again. If they want help, it sticks and works, and they're productive citizens, and I've got friends that you know had had problems when they were younger and and uh you know they're good people they just have had problems but there are some groups starting to come up that are actually having a lot of success here in henderson county yeah i know that uh i know that uh, grace house over in cedar creek lake uh it um it takes in specifically women yes and works with women um, and I believe that they're connected with uh, uh, li the life, um, Christian Life Church. Yes, over they there. are. Um, and uh, yeah, they do a really good job. Of course, Lila Lane here um, has been doing it for a while, a long time. And and the call to recovery um, is the 
Alcoholics Anonymous of drug abuse. Yes. And so there's a lot of programs like that um, here. Um, and and so actually, they, we use a lot of programs like that in the jail setting, too. People don't oh, realize yeah? that. We have AANA, uh, a group called CASA, uh, which is Christians Against Substance Abuse. Uh, Call to Recovery comes into the jail setting. So, I mean, we're, we're doing it what we can. Doing, that's it. That's it. Um, all right. So, well, that went a different way than I expected, <laughs> just all of a sudden. Yes, sir. Um, okay, so we have two other things I want to talk about today, and one is um, it's raining out, yes, which is a great thing. I know we need the rain, and people um, are, are happy to get the rain, but I, it made me wonder, when you come into work uh, at the sheriff's office, do you think, wow, it's raining, we have to put in the like rain laws or the rain <laughs> rules or whatever. Is is there? Do you look at the day differently when it's raining? You really do, um, and people. I know people really don't think about it and don't don't. Uh, I mean, it's just probably not a concern to them. But uh, safety when it's raining, uh, especially after it hasn't when it hasn't rained uh, much, uh, the roads, the oils in the roads are coming to the top. They're they're slick. Um, so safety is a really big issue, and uh, the types of calls we get is also, uh, they also change. People don't know that in a storm, you get a lot of rain, you got a lot of lightning thunder. Um, for whatever reason, the people that still have landlines, we get a lot of false 911 calls. Really? always happens in a storm setting so whatever electrical problem yes. is happening keys 911 calls from landlines yes it does that's got to be difficult that and then alarms we get a lot of alarm calls of course during a during sure a, uh, during a rain setting. and you got to check storm. them all because yes. you never know you never know which one's real and which one's not yes wow i it never even crossed my mind that that would be something that would happen in 2020. <laughs> Uh, the other thing about that is, and you brought it up a little bit, I would I would guess that there are more accidents that have to be worked and dealt with. Yes. And that's going to be a little more dangerous to work an accident in weather. A hundred percent it is. I, to be honest with you, uh, being out on the side of the road is one of the most dangerous spots the law enforcement, any first responder is going to be at. Uh, because unfortunately, and and uh, you know, I, I do it from time to time too. You see a lot of lights. You want to look. You want to see what's going on. You stop paying attention for a little bit, and that can cause issues in the rain or in a storm setting. It just basically intensifies that because uh, things can get really out of control quickly. So, is that something that you remind your deputies before they go out when it's raining? Is there? I, do you remember the old Hill Street Blues? I do. And, and they had the like they had the meeting before everybody went out and hit the streets. Yes. Did, did, does the sheriff's office have something like that that happens? It shifts, changes. Well, in the in the year of 2020, um, kind of, sort of, but it comes out as technology. You get all your information via email. Sure. So, but yes, they do. Uh, you know, they all come here the office to start their shift and at the end of the shift they come here and if there's anything that they need to discuss they discuss it there at shift change uh, and uh, of course the longer you work in it uh, I mean 
when it's when it's raining, we normally just don't bring it up, just specifically because it's raining. But uh, because we we pretty much it you becomes know it. normal. Sure, sure, it's raining. We know what to do. We've done this before. Yes, or whatever. Um, yeah, I would think that that uh, you would know. Interesting though that the whole. Because that scene was so iconic in Hill Street yes. Blues and, and be safe out there and all that kind of stuff. And, and to think that that's now an email. <laughs> right, right. And, and that's really interesting. All right. So let's finish up with, uh, besides the rain, it's a really important uh, time in the life of our nation right now. We're in the middle of a really important election. Yes. Um, and you guys are doing something uh, for the election right now. We are. Um, I've actually got deputies at all three um, polling locations for early voting this year. Uh, normally, I have a deputy on and off the uh, early voting time in stationed in Athens. Um, this year, Denise Hernandez reached out to me. We thought it would be a good idea to to have them at all polling locations, not because we were expecting trouble, but because we were expecting a lot of people. Boy, good call on that one, because <laughs> we got a lot of people. Yes, yes, uh, and the turnout has been tremendous here in Henderson County, and uh, and it's been quiet. Uh, I've, I've only gotten like I believe two, two or three phone calls from a polling location where, um, you know, there was some minor stuff going on, um, but for the most part, it, it's been quiet. The deputies have been out there. And to be honest with you, they're kind of bored, which is great. Which is good. Yes. Hey, proud of Henderson County with uh, people talking about voting problems all over the country and how this was going to happen or this was going to happen, that, that um, Henderson County has been calm and normal. And even with a big turnout, there hadn't been any problems. That's a, that's a yes. good thing to know. Yes, it's, it's been great. Um so the only problems I did hear, uh, as we talked beforehand, is every once in a while, in case you don't know, and it seems like some people don't know, you cannot go in wearing your candidate gear. Right. Like if you if you have a shirt that says "Vote whoever," you can't wear that. No, no, you can't have those. Uh, it's basically political signage, and you can't have those. They can't be closer than one hundred feet to a polling place. Right. That, yeah, right. That counts as that counts as campaigning. Yes. If you're wearing a hat that says "Vote for whoever," that counts as campaign stuff. Yes, it does. So it's actually uh, it's it's not it's not us. It's not. I mean, it's it's a law written on the books. Sure, that, sure. That's not Henderson County. That's anywhere. Yes. That's anywhere. Um, Tuesday, uh, we've had. It's crazy. I read a story in the Texas Tribune yesterday that said that. Um, we've already had as much of a turnout this year as we've had in 2016, and we haven't even hit election day yet. Right. Um, so Tuesday, I'm expecting a big turnout, you know, based on the weather. And there's going to be a lot more polls open rather than just the three we've had during early voting. Right. So what's the plan come Tuesday? Uh, we will definitely have extra people here at the sheriff's office. Um, you know, I, I always have on uh, Super Tuesday, we always have a deputy um, from the time they open to the time they close and after they close at the uh, main location here in Athens because uh, that's where all the ballots come back to and, and are uh, counted and all that. Um, so we've always done that. But this year we will be beefed up more. I will have more deputies 
unfortunately I don't have enough deputies to put them out at all the polling places but we will basically be centralized to where we will have fast response if there's any uh, issues we're from watching early voting I don't believe there will be but still uh, there's we're expecting numbers and when when you expect numbers in in our uh, work line of work you know we want to be prepared so if there's any that anybody that needs any help we can get to them so we will have extra people out staged out across the county that way if there's an issue they can go straight there perfect all right and so let's go henderson county and let's make sure that we don't have any problems and we can keep the uh, deputies board again on tuesday yes that would be a beautiful thing um especially like i said since we're expecting such a big turnout yes um, and weather i think will be um, an important factor in that as well um, especially with uh, spiking covid numbers um, and the mix, because what's going to happen is you're going to end up with a mix of people. You're going to end up with a mix of those people who are, who who believe that um, this is no big deal. Don't wear a mask. Everything is fine. Yes. And the people who are like, you should be wearing a hazmat suit because it's the bubonic plague. And those two are going to come together. Um, and that's what kind of worries me in those situations. That worries me more than election issues. The election issues, like yes. someone saying, I'm for Trump, I'm for Biden. I don't worry about that as much as I worry about the mask versus no mask. And really, that's, that's more what we're hearing in the early voting, too. I mean, there really has been no, uh, you know, just a few little minor issues. And, and I really think it falls back onto, I, I'm seeing a lot of first-time voters come out. You know, mm -hmm. they're, they're posting on Facebook, hey, you know, voted for the first yeah. time. Yeah, I've had people, I've had people message me um, who have never voted before asking, okay, where can I get a sample ballot or where do I go or right. asking those kind of questions because they've never voted before. And I think a lot of that does, uh, you know, the minor issues we've had with people wearing their candidates' gear to the polling place is they've never done this before. They don't know. Yeah. So you're not going to know until you get there and then you're told and everything's fine. The other the other main thing is, you know, it's the uh, people that uh, don't really want to wear a mask and the people that, that say you must wear a mask. I mean, that's where most of the issues are coming from. So it's been a, it's been a good Good election. Hopefully Tuesday will continue that way. All right, let's hope that that uh, hope that it works that way. Uh, what we do know for sure is that the next time we speak next week, it'll all be over, and we will know who has won throughout our ticket. And I'm crossing my fingers that we know who won at the top of the ticket, and it's not a problem. <laughs> but one thing yes. for sure, we'll know the rest of the come next Wednesday when we're back here with Henderson County Sheriff Bodie Hillhouse to take a look at what's happening in our sheriff's office. Thank you, as always, for letting us uh, come in, Sheriff. Hey, before we go out, give us one time. Uh, I know you listen to tips and things yes. like that all the time. Tell us where you can be reached uh, if someone has a tip. You can always reach me here at the Sheriff's Office at 903-675-5128. You can always call in anonymously to Henderson County Crime Stoppers at 1-800-545-TIPS or feel free to re message me on the Henderson County Sheriff's Office Facebook page. Uh, I'm the only one with that password so when you're messaging that, pa that page you're talking directly to me. I will get back with you and we will look into whatever you whatever information you give us. All right, and I've been doing this for going on two years now doing these podcasts, and I can tell you 
a lot happens from those tips yes. they are paid attention to. So keep those tips coming. Sheriff, thanks for letting us in. We'll see you next week. Thank you.